it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It is time once again for your Raw review. This is for the Raw of March 1st, 2021. My God, it's already March. I feel like we just got out of March and we're right back into it yet again. But that's not what I'm here for. Not here to complain about month of March lasting forever. I'm here to talk about a pretty decent episode of Raw. Raw's had a a pretty good stretch lately. Putting on some quality shows, and I'm proud to say today was yet another one. With a nice, nice surprise at the end. But we'll get into that momentarily. But... As you all know, it is Monday, and you know what that means. Time to dive right in. So, Raw tonight kicks off with our former WWE champion, Drew McIntyre, which pains me to have to say former, but that's what happens with Money in the Bank and all that other jazz. So, Drew basically comes out. Stating that whoever wins tonight between Miz and Lashley, Drew's coming for him. Plain and simple. Miz tries to come out with Morrison, tries to recruit McIntyre to help him tonight, and Drew's like, nah, you're on your own. I'm not getting involved in this. Sucks to be you, (laughs) essentially. So we find out that... The Miz and Lashley, their championship match will happen at 9 p.m. Now, when I heard that, I was like, wait, it's the WWE championship match, and you're having it at 9 p.m. I get it. You want people to stay a little bit later in the day. Okay, I can kind of understand that, but I'm like, it's a championship match. Why wouldn't you have this for the main event? But I digress. We moved on to our first match, which was including Drew McIntyre taking on his old buddy Sheamus. And um, let's just say this match went, I would, I think, at least 
35 to 40 minutes. And my God, these two beat the ever-living shit out of one another. (laughs) I'm pretty sure they were working stiff this entire match. The shots that I could hear, fists going off of flesh, the kicks and everything else, and the way this match finished, it was outstanding. Sheamus going in for a bro kick, but before he could connect, Drew, wham, hits that Claymore. One, two, three, match is over. Now, this was a literal brawl. Like, you could tell both men completely drenched, completely just wasted, <laughs> exhausted. It was oh, it was great to see. These are the types of matches that I that I love to watch. So we then move on because at that point it's like eight forty five. So <clears throat> the championship match happening at nine. We're like, okay, so we got fifteen minutes. What are we gonna do? So they throw in a women's match, Naomi and Nia Jax. Well, this angered a lot of people, but not for the match itself, but the reason why. <laughs> so Naya picks up the the victory pretty quickly over Naomi, which is unfortunate. Um, and then they move right into the title match. Well, Lashley comes out ready to go. And then... Mrs. Music hits, but he's nowhere to be seen. Then all of a sudden, they go to the back. And Miz is standing there with Morrison. Miz pretty much doubled over, trying to figure out what the hell is going on. And Miz is like, got bad cramps. You know, he's not doing so well. He's been sick all day, and et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, wait, what are they doing? Are we not going to have this match now? So Lashley clearly severely mad, severely pissed, gets out of the ring, runs to the back, finds Miz, Essentially starts to choke him out and tell him that you are going to give me your t- this title match tonight. Adam Pierce shows up, tells Miz, you have an hour. Match will happen at 10 o'clock. So, well, Miz bought himself an hour. And we'll see what happens. We then have Braun Strowman come out. There seems to be some issues going on between Braun, Adam Pierce, and Shane McMahon. Now, I don't know what this is going to lead to, if it's going to lead to a Braun-Shane match at Mania, or I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. I honestly don't understand where this is going. But either way, Braun was going to be in a tag team match versus the Hurt Business. But he didn't know who his tag team partner was. So before Braun can get really too much ups- more upset, 
Miz, I'm sorry, Miz, Shane and Adam Pierce come out. Shane says, I'm the one who created this match because I want to work on, you know, you working with management, dealing with um, like hostile uh, style takeovers, but <laughs> hostile workplaces with people dealing with uh, authority and whatnot. So, like I said, I'm really not sure where the hell this is. This is going to end up going. But long story short, Braun's tag team partner ends up being Adam Pierce, which seems to surprise Adam as well. Um, the match starts. Braun pretty much just destroys her business. And this match, by the way, actually ended up being for the Raw Tag Team Championships, which scared a lot of people, myself included. <laughs> so Braun's literally throwing Cedric and Shelton around the whole time. Braun ends up hitting his running power slam on Shelton, causing Shane to get onto the onto the ring. Starts Yelly and Braun to tag in Adam Pierce. Pierce was like, "What? You know what? Uh, whatever." Braun tags him in. Pierce goes to pin Shelton, and Shelton rolls him up <laughs> and gets the one, two, three. So after all that, her business retains their tag titles. So big sigh of relief there, and we move on. We then ended up having Elias versus Damian Priest in a match that I thought actually went a lot longer than I probably should have. Um, but Priest gets the victory. Elias looked pretty strong, which is good. But like I said, I thought this match would go a lot quicker. Um, it kind of seemed this is probably the only match that really kind of dragged on for me. But, you know, that's just my opinion. After that, Getting closer to that 10 o'clock hour. But before that, there's an interview with Randy Orton. And they talk about what happened last week with him coughing up that black liquid. And basically, he's saying that he's going to take out Alexa Bliss. Whether that's going to happen or not, who knows? But we get another video from Miss Bliss. She's holding on to a little jack in the box. Starts ringing it a little bit. Talking about bringing it back. And then all of a sudden, lights go out. Shadowy figure shows up. Walks into the view. Takes down the hoodie. And it's Randy himself. Randy now is staring at the television screen, which is Randy Orton. Clearly some type of manifestation from Miss Bliss. TV Randy talking in very lowered tones and basically tells live-action Randy that he's going to pay for all of his sins. So I'm thinking, well, there's a lot of sins to pay for. (laughs) 
So I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to tell you right now, I love this feud. I don't care that it's not really involving wrestling. But dear Lord, the acting on all sides has just been stellar. I appreciate it so much. And it's one of the main reasons why I honestly tuned into Raw. Other than obviously having to do this as a job, I appreciate being a fan of wrestling for 30 years and still really being excited to watch something on a Monday. So, especially with the show doing a lot better than it has been. Moving on from that, 10 o'clock hour hits, and it's time for the championship match yet again. Both men show up to the ring. The bell rings, and then all of a sudden, Miz gets out of the ring, grabs his title, and runs like like somebody stole his lunch money. <laughs> Gone. Like, you can see the flames coming after Miz as he's running out the ramp. Lashley stands in the ring. Miz gets counted out. Lashley technically wins. Miz retains the title. Lashley even more furious now. <laughs> so after that, we go to commercial, we come back, and Lashley and MVP are in the back with Shane, and MVP's like, this is bullshit. Something needs to be done, and Shane says, all right, fine. I'll consider stripping the Miz if he doesn't have his match with you tonight by the end of the night. Okay. We then go back to the ring for more women's action. Charlotte Flair takes on Shayna Baszler. Uh, they talk about what happened to Asuka last week, and I actually missed it, um, or at least what had happened. I saw the kick, but I did not see the teeth fly out of her mouth. And dear Lord, they, like, focused on it and, like, enhanced it, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, it looks like she flat out kicked out the front three or four teeth out of Oscar's face, and they all just kind of flew out at the same time, still together. So them's the unfortunate breaks of professional wrestling. Accidents happen. Obviously, when it happened, Shayna immediately went down to Oscar to see if she was okay. So she did the right thing. She made a mistake. It happens. I'm sure she's also paying for Oscar's dental bill. <laughs> Because uh, I know I would ask, because you just kicked out my front teeth. So we'll see what happens going forward. Charlotte does pick up the victory over Shayna, even though at the before the match started, Shayna, while actually still in her robe, attacked Shayna as she got in the ring, which led Nia to get in the ring and Shayna and Nia beat Charlotte down before the match started. But then... Charlotte does get the victory after um, hitting one of her signatures, which surprisingly she pinned her. She didn't tap her out. Okay, that works. But during the match, we got our timer back. So Miz had until 9.45 p.m. I'm sorry, 10.45 p.m. So what they ended up doing is exactly what I expected them to. They said, oh, 9 o'clock, and then they're like, oh, 10 o'clock, oh, and now 10.45 main event. Oh, okay. Trying to drag people along into that third hour. 
Whether it works or not, we'll find out when the ratings come out tomorrow. Yeah, I know. People don't care about the ratings so much, but it's still interesting to me to see what happens. Even though Raw is the number one show on pretty much all of cable television, it's still it's still interesting to see the major drop-offs that happen every hour. But we'll see what happens. So before we get to that main event, we had a six-man tag match with Retribution taking on Lucha House Party and the U.S. champion, Matt Riddle. Now, before, as you can tell, with Retribution, Ali clearly fed up with the losses, had a video that came out before Raw started basically stating that if something doesn't happen, they don't win, maybe it's time for Retribution to have a shakeup instead of the WWE. So what happens? Retribution loses. <laughs> However, Ali, obviously fed up with everything, gets in the ring, challenges Riddle to a one-on-one match. They had a nice, pretty decent match, and then uh, what I was expecting to be a backstabber, but I don't know if Ali over-rotated or if Riddle under-rotated or over-rotated in the wrong direction. It ended up being almost a horrific injury for Riddle. Um, Ali ended up being almost on top of Riddle as they were going down, and they landed awkwardly, but it was enough. Ali got the win. Not Obviously not without some help from retrib- Retribution, distractions of the wrath and other guys getting involved and... So we'll see what happens. Ali now obviously leading by example, hoping that his squad can continue that trend going forward. But after that, we got to our main event. For the third time tonight, Miz versus Lashley. But this time, Shane had an idea to keep the Miz in the ring. He turned this into a lumberjack match. Now, by this point, It's about 10.55 p.m., and the show ends at 11. So I'm like, we got a five-minute Lumberjack match. Normally with Lumberjack matches, it all goes to shit, and things happen. So I immediately went, well, this will be the way Miz retains his title, and we'll move on from there. However, I'm glad to say, that I could not be more wrong. Miz tries everything. Gets out of the ring, tries to bargain with everybody that he'll make them, you know, they'll give them all championship matches. None of them give a shit. They all throw him back in the ring. Lashley, just utter domination when he had a chance to get. Miz throws on the hurt lock. Miz tabs out. And after 17 years, Bobby Lashley is your WWE champion. It's the second major title that he's held in the company. If you want to talk about WWE ECW, he was their champion as well. But to finally be able to hold on to this title and finally be able to claim it as his own, that's a big deal. Now, if there's probably going to be a rematch, I would assume, at 
fast lane, but that's just a guess. But you know Drew's lurking. So it's probably going to be Drew versus Lashley at WrestleMania. And I'm okay with that. That's going to be a great match, especially with how much both of them have transformed since then, since they fought each other before. So I'm really looking forward to that. And that's our show tonight. Like I said, decent episode of Raw. I'd probably give it a B minus, maybe a C plus. I'll give it that 80 again, right? Right on the line. So, guys, thank you once again for listening. We had another excellent month in February. We appreciate it. We started off Raw strong. We started off March strong, sorry. <laughs> so if you guys don't already, please follow us on Twitter, media underscore Bedlam. You can find us on Facebook and on YouTube as Bedlam Media. And you can find us on Instagram as Bed the Media Official. We are on all podcasting platforms that we can think of. <laughs> if you guys listen to any podcasts on the platform that we're not a part of, let us know. We'll go out there. We'll add ourselves to it. That way you can listen to us you know, during your one-stop shopping. And for those of you who do listen to this podcast and all the rest of our podcasts, wherever you guys listen, Please rate the podcast, leave a comment, let us know what you think. If we're trash, you know, let us know. If you think we're great, let us know. You know, if we're in the middle of the road, let us know. Tell us what you don't like about the shows, what you do like about the shows, you know, what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. And like I mentioned on our my SmackDown study last week, for these shows, how do you want this to go? Do you want it to be more of a recap with a little bit of my opinion going into it? Do you want it to be a full opinion show or just a straight, this is the match that happened, this is the result going forward? Let us know. I would really appreciate it. So, yeah. Like I said, another pretty decent Raw. Good momentum going towards Fastlane, which is in two weeks. So until next time, most importantly, guys, please don't forget to join the bedroom. Have a good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason, and this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.